Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Yo, everybody, what's happening? What's going on? Uh, this is, we are... Yeah, I'm going to be honest, boss. I have no clue what episode it is. 56. 56. Yeah, we are um, recording on Valentine's Day. Yeah, we are. Uh, we just got done with our small group, and we had church today, and just having a good time. What a day. What a day. Um, but anyways, so you will receive... This will be dropped on February 15th. It'll be awesome. So 2021. 2021. Okay, so uh, basically, um, we're going to do, we're, we have two chapters left in this book, The Catalyst Leader. It's been really good so far. So this one yeah, is Hopeful. Uh, the chapter is called Hopeful. And then uh, we will bust out the next one and find something else. Yeah, that checks out. Um, I think the levels are a little too low, to be honest. Hold on. Give me a sec. Okay. Yeah, we're better. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're going to finish these two out. We're going to do something else. Probably go back to um, maybe a reading plan, or maybe we'll just tackle a book of the Bible. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. Um, so we'll let you know what we're going to do. Uh, a couple of things real quick. I wanted to let you know that we uh, dropped a... Um, online merch oh, yeah, store we did. and it uh, is filthy for Echo Youth and so all the aspects of Echo Youth Echo Youth uh, Ministries Echo Youth Podcast yep. all the things that are related to Echo Youth you can find our merch online at um, you can go to southcoastchristian.com slash Echo Youth and then uh, from there you can scroll down to the bottom and you can do shop now and the find our stuff swag store um and uh yeah so um if you keep listening uh in the coming weeks i'm going to be we're going to be dropping some uh discount codes some, some secret codes for you guys um in these episodes so be listening up and we'll give uh like maybe we'll do some free shipping or some 20% off or something like that. Yep. But anyways the stuff is drippy. Go check it out. Yeah, it's, it's really sick. it's actually really really yeah. good stuff. Um, so we're excited about it. Anyways, okay, let's get started. So we have this book. Uh, we're on this chapter, Hopeful. So how to be a hopeful leader. So there's a couple of cool quotes in here. Bill Hybels says, vision is the most powerful weapon in the leader's arsenal. Um, oh, yeah. and Oh, yeah. Um, compassion isn't just providing help, but hope. Hope is a powerful tool to help overcome poverty. True poverty is often absence of hope. Which is that's a really good yeah that's a good point. Um, I was talking to somebody and they're talking about places with with deep deep amounts of poverty and he says some of the places though like like you know these third world countries and places that you go on these like missions trips and things like that he goes some of those people are richer than we are and he goes in terms of like Happiness, they're so much happier so. and they're so much more fulfilled and yeah in sure. some ways because. But not to say that we shouldn't help them. We want to help get them out of poverty and stuff like that. But wealth 
in terms of money isn't the only isn't the only aspect of happiness of happiness or or success or or richness or whatever mm-hmm. anyways uh john quincy adams the sixth president of the united states says if your actions inspire others to dream more learn more do more and become more you're a leader that's which is pretty sick that's super cool uh so let's see there's a couple more cool parts here um oh this is good for like the like the um i wouldn't say like follower but a a a second chair leader is what i would say mm-hmm. so this is really good for that the visionary must light a flame so yep. so so the the job of the of the leader of the pastor of the the, the CEO of the manager or whatever the 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 job of that person is to light a flame meaning that I'm going to fire you up like as a coach yeah. as a as a youth pastor as a as a friend even even a friend yeah I'm I'm trying to light a flame I'm trying to create some aspect of inspiration in you that you will jump at and follow and then those who choose to follow its light must work to keep it burning. Yeah. So it's super good. Visionary must light a flame and those who follow the light must keep must must work to keep it burning. So yeah, it's not just the the leader and the visionary's uh job to keep this flame burning. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to light a flame and inspire the leaders enough to where those leaders are good enough to like hey, let's Tender keep this flame. Themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty cool because oftentimes the visionaries kind of like a pioneer, they need to be going and and seeking and finding stuff and so the, the the coaxing of the flame is often done by the uh, by the leaders on the team. Yeah. Um, John Maxwell says people will describe your life in one sentence. So what is the sentence you want people to use to describe you when you leave this world? Which, Which is a pretty is super sick. Uh, kind of scary. It's super scary. That's something that Danielle and I have talked about a lot for whatever reason over the years. Of like, what what are people going to remember me by? They're like. Do I want to be remembered as a guy who worked really hard? To be honest, like not really. <laughs> like, yeah, that's cool, but like, there's the the outside implications of that sometimes are just that like I I wouldn't be around as much. Like, I don't want to be a workaholic, but I also don't want to be remembered as the person who the just lazy like bum, kind yeah of. was lazy or or flew by the seat of my tail or whatever. And so I was, I, we were thinking and talking and and. uh I, there's a couple of different things. I want to be remembered by how much I love Danielle. That's like a super big deal to me. Mm-hmm. Like when I die, I want people to like, rem- like that's one of the main things that stuck in their memory was like how much I love my wife. Right. Yeah. I think that's an honorable thing. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want to be remembered as like, I I was talking to Danielle and I was talking to my brother-in-law Jared about this. I don't want to be remembered by, my necessarily my leadership skills or any those things are good, but I want to be remembered by like my my unrelenting pursuit of figuring out who Jesus is. Yeah. Like that's that's what I want to be remembered by is like like not that I was the most like Jesus, but that I I uh, pursued him so intently. Yeah, I seem to be around him a lot. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's like my life's goal is just to be so enthralled and engulfed with Jesus that I can't help but like be like him in certain ways. You know what I mean? So anyways, hopefully that lit a flame in you. <laughs> Let's go. There. Um, there's another quote here by 
Leonard Sweet. To imagine things other than they are is the essence of hope. It is also the stuff of revolution. So it's like it's like changing the the. the there's this aspect of like speaking things into existence, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's not how it is now, but I'm speaking it into the future. This is how it's going to be. This is how it will be. Yeah, and uh, and that part is like the the big part of building hope. Like it's not like this now, but this is how it's going to be, right? Um, here's a checklist. I've observed that the whole the most hopeful vision centered leaders are. So here's a couple of things: optimistic about the future. That's yep, a big one. That's a big one. Focused on the best part. Or focused on the best in their people, so the Which best is also aspects. A the, big one, yeah. So this is something that like I've had. To, I'm like checking my list, to see if I'm good at these things. Never satisfied, but always content. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm always. That's a that's a really confusing one, but it makes sense. I'm never satisfied, meaning that I'm never like. Set by, by the meaning of satisfied is like it's like when you eat a meal and you're like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm full. Like I'm yeah. never satisfied. I could always eat more, but also I'm good. Like, but also I'm good. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm good. So it's like being able to be happy and and like stable in your in your like mental health, but also being like, yo, I can have some more. Like I'm I'm ready to like move yeah. whenever God wants to move. Right. Consumed with making tomorrow better than today. Accepting of change. That's a big one. Inclusive, not exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, personally bought in. So those are that's some. Those are some of the checklists. Some of the checklist good stuff are there. If your vision doesn't compel, move, or stir people, your vision is too small. Kind of a tough reality for some people. Yeah, me, I, <laughs> even. Well, we talked about it the other day. Yeah, we um, did. Ben and I were on the phone for. A while, a long time. Uh, but we were talking about calling, and I and I was telling him, and I still haven't really dove into this too much. But from what I recall, I don't know that there's an instance in the Bible where someone was called to something when it came when it didn't come as a surprise and it didn't hurt yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so we oftentimes think of like, <laughs> it's funny. Oftentimes, like pastor, a lot of pastors, and even I catch myself trying to do this, and and other like Christian leaders, we make a like five year plan for ourselves yeah. of like here's what we're gonna do next, and here's what we're gonna do, mm-hmm. blah, blah blah blah, and then oh it was a move of God when I did exactly what I've planned for my entire life. I don't think that's how it works. Like I feel like God is calling mm-hmm. us to something that we don't even know, and so if you're called to something great, I would say I'd venture to say that it's probably gonna come as a surprise, and it's probably gonna hurt a little bit in the in the mean yeah. and not in a terrible way but like if we look in the bible like at all these different people like noah noah was called to build an ark that's a surprise that's a huge surprise He's, it hurt never a, seen rain it hurt a bit it took him like a hundred years to build the boat like yeah and and uh and people made fun of him they'd never seen rain before he was a weirdo right uh but it worked out and we we see uh abraham abraham God asked him to sacrifice his son, uh, even though he didn't follow through with it. It came as a surprise and it was painful, but then God, you know, provided provided for him for him. And then you see Moses. Moses was called to free the people, the Israelites out of Egypt. It came as a surprise and it was painful. The process that he had to walk through. Yeah. And then we see like Joseph, right? Joseph was to be definitely painful. second in command of Egypt. And it came a little bit as less of a surprise because of his dreams and stuff like that. But he didn't know the magnitude of it. And it came painfully. 
it came painfully and as a surprise. Like you go through all these things, like David, right? David gets called to be king as a kid. As a kid, it comes as a surprise and it's super painful. The whole process, right? Yeah. You see, Paul. Paul was called to to basically, man, really form the 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 modern church. Mm-hmm. And uh, after he was prosecuting it. Yeah, and so that came as a surprise, and it came with some pain. And yeah, and uh, the only one who wasn't surprised by their calling was Jesus, but he's God, so <laughs> you can't really complain about that one. You know, but you think about it. There's all these different stories of just just the 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 process and the pain and the and the, you know Samson was called to this. It was a surprise and it was painful, and, and Esther and Ruth and all these different people. So, anyways, so if if your vision isn't big enough to compel people, man, trying. Maybe, maybe rethink that. What are, what are we doing, and uh, and how do we do it better? And and then if your calling is too small, man, if you're not surprised by it, if it fits perfectly into your plan, maybe re- rethink that. Maybe that's what God wants you to do. But I would just really test it. Some, uh, most of the time, I would say God's going to surprise you with something bigger than you thought. Yeah. For instance, right now, what I feel like I'm called to, what I'm doing right now, what uh, Danielle and I are partnering in, and and with our leaders and stuff is pastoring our youth and 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 pastoring our church in the way of worship and so worship was something that i always thought i was going to do since like a little kid i always thought i was going to do worship but that was plan a b c and d right that was yeah that was everything until like there was a while where i wanted to play football there's a little while when i wanted to be in the military because i played too much call of duty and (laughs) and, uh, yeah i was like oh i can send it and uh, (laughs) um but anyways there there was different times, but basically the whole time I thought I was going to be a worship leader. And so mm-hmm. that didn't come as necessarily a surprise and it didn't come with much pain, yeah. even though I do feel called to it. But something that's revolutionized my leadership skills and my pastoring ability has been being a youth pastor. And that came as a big surprise Yeah, and it came with a lot of pain in, in, a, in, a, in good ways, just, just some refining and some pruning and mm-hmm. some crushing and pressing and all the, things that we used to describe the process now but yeah anyways so um but the moral of the story of this chapter is let's build some hope for people uh, leaders who create vision and and an opportunity for people to find hope those are the, those are the people that the best leaders in the world right jesus was the best leader of all time and his story was a story of hope right and so how do we do that? How do we work through that? So Ben, I'll let you ask a, a question yeah, here and we'll banger. answer it and then we'll move on to the draft. All right, let's do it. So the question I have for you, kind of been doing this throughout the whole book, is just let's see some some practical ways we can inflict vision in our lives throughout our daily week. Maybe it's journal, maybe it's write goals. What do you think about those things? Yeah, so to... Uh, so I think there's a couple different ways. In whatever aspect of, of leadership you're in, whether that be you're serving on a leadership team at youth group or you're uh, working a job or you're uh, uh, you know, captain of a sports team or whatever it might be, to I would work on this week like challenging your team to take the next step higher and in, 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 in love. Yeah. And I wouldn't overstep. Obviously, if you... If you've got a leader that is is above you that you have to answer to, like I wouldn't try and just like go past them that person. Yeah, stuff. like I, I would be respectful of that. But if you have people that follow you, like call them to something higher and like, hey, we could do better, I think, than we're doing. And like you guys are great, but like let's step it up, you know, mm-hmm. in certain ways. And you should always be like, you know, right, never satisfied but content. 
And so I think that would be it. But then, um, I've always, I've always found that like, and I, I, I kind of sound like a broken record when I talk about this stuff, but I've always <laughs> found like when I go into like deep, deep worship and prayer, my dreams, like my dreams explode. Like the things I think I'm called to explode. Like, yeah, I had a breakthrough. I think it was last week or the week before where I think it was last week and we had a really good staff meeting at church and I was riding my bike home from work and I'm just thinking about all the stuff that I think that we're called to do and I, and I'm dreaming and I'm dreaming and dreaming and I, I tell, I told Danielle about it and then I called Ben and I was talking to Ben and I was like, dude, this is, this is what we got to do. You know, I'm just like yeah. rattling stuff off or whatever. And I think that's what happens. Sometimes vision casting isn't even like per- purposeful. Like I'm not, I wasn't necessarily even trying to cast vision, but I did because I was fired up about it. Because it was just hyped up, yeah. And so it's like, okay, like whenever you're fired up about something, you're confident in something. And that's something I have to work on. People tell me that all the time because like sometimes I'm not super confident when I'm like saying something or stepping into something. People say I say sorry too much or whatever. <laughs> um, but when, when any leader is, confident about something and they're and they're prayed up on that topic like some people are confident confident about the worst things and you're like okay yeah, yeah you're don't chill do <laughs> but if you're confident about something and you're prayed up on it everyone will follow like if if, yeah. it, if it hits and they're like wow that's 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 really what god is speaking right now mm-hmm. you know what i mean and and you're passionate sure. about it they're like okay let's get behind that let's do that you know yeah and uh so get prayed up worship Find some quiet moments. Use your gifts and talents to to spend time with Jesus, whatever that looks like. For me, I try and write like a song a day, and I scratch all of them, <laughs> literally every single one. I th- and this has been a, a process for me. I'll, I'll be vulnerable on the podcast. <laughs> Let's go. I've written three songs that we sing at church that I think are fairly good, and, and we sing them together. And uh, But... There, I think there was a little bit of an attachment to them, um, which I think is natural, but also I think there's some things I had to work through in my head, in my spirit a little bit. And so I felt, it was probably a couple of months ago, I felt God calling me to uh, write a song a day. And even if, the, it's, even if it's absolute garbage, right? Just do the work, yeah. And then, he, and then I felt God was telling me to not show anybody or not, do anything with them until he says mm-hmm. so i literally like write i'll sit down i'll write a song and even maybe not even a full song maybe just a chorus i'll just however much time i feel god permits me to do it i'll write something mm-hmm. put it on paper and then i literally crump, it crumple it up and throw it away and i don't even save it just throw it and eventually i think god will allow me to share them but i but for right now i feel like he's He's and this is where you get to in places when you feel like God's really speaking. I feel like God right now is asking me to write a song every day and throw it away so that I can get rid of the notion that for some reason these songs are mine because they're not. Yeah. So I write one every day and I throw it and and it's like I have to fully give it up and like there's been some that are hard because I'm like yo that was that was sick (laughs) yeah and so but 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 my worship is not for me my mm-hmm. my my songs are not for me my my, yeah. my gifts and talents are not for me they're to glorify god and if i somehow get in the way of that it's not it's not good Missing it's not the point. healthy so in some ways i've had to like just step aside and let god know like okay this is yours and whenever whatever you want to do with it let's do it you know yeah so that's crazy good 
good stuff. Uh, but yeah, cast some vision. Dream yeah. big dreams. If your dreams don't shake your confidence a little bit, they're not yeah. big enough. That's the big thing I would add. Is if your dreams don't scare you, go bigger. Yeah, if you can pull off your dream tomorrow, it's not it's not a dream. Yeah, that's reality. <laughs> that's just reality. Yeah. Dreams have to be outside of what you can do right now. Dream not, you have to a dream that's big enough for God to move in is something that you can't do on your own. Yeah, you're thinking like, good. wow, like that dream is so big. I, there's there's no, no way I can pull that off. Yeah. And you're like, God, man, I need you because this is this is something that you have to be in and you have to do it. And when you say that and when you give it over, then he's like, all right, say less, I'll do it. You know? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, if, if your dream is able to be done by you, it's not, yeah, it's not a dream. It's probably just a task. And, uh, yeah. So, Yeesh. so there, there we Get go. Get a laser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there are tasks. God calls us to do some no, things. For sure. And so we gotta, we gotta fulfill those tasks, right? We gotta, we gotta do certain things here and there. And then, and things then we, still gotta get done. They do. Paul had to make some tents to, to pay for his ministry. Yep. And that wasn't his calling. That was just a task. It's not a yep. dream. So if you could pull it off in your own strength, it's just a peripheral thing. So, Figure out what you have to involve God in. Yep. And that's what God's calling you to. And that's what other people will follow you to. Mm -hmm. That's what I tell our leaders at Echo Youth all the time. Be a leader worth following. Yeah. If I like, if I let you loose into the wilderness with a bunch of kids, would they follow you or not? Or would they? (laughs) Or they'd be like, that kid's dumb. I'm going by myself. (laughs) Yeah. Or like, I don't think he knows what he's talking about. Right. Like be a leader worth following. Be a leader that when you walk, people follow. Yep. Like. And not not in a cocky way, but like just just have a presence about you. Like be confident mm-hmm. in who God is, and that, and that's the thing that that'll happen. Like with my with my dream that I was talking about. If I if I'm in a like constant pursuit of Jesus, and I'm like deeply going after that, like I I I, I just naturally will become a better leader because people will always gravitate to Jesus. Yeah, every time. No matter what. And so for you, do that too cuz people are always trying to get to Jesus. And if you have a if you have an easier way to get there, right? Like if you can help that you process. You have the hotline, people go to you. People will follow you wherever you go. And uh and but stay humble and stay hungry and uh with that being said, make sure the priority is right. Make sure the priority isn't for people to follow you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make yeah, sure no, no, no. your the priority is for you to bring them to God, if that makes sense. You're just the vessel in that situation. And that's speaking to myself yeah. too. No, 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 it's good. Yeah, well it's like it's not about the number, it's about the magnitude. It's not about being yeah. a lake but being a river, right? Yep. Lakes are cool and they're big and they're massive, but lakes, they're lakes stagnant. all lake all lakes can do is grow or shrink. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but a river, even though lesser in volume, is more powerful and more strong, and it can move further. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's and it's the idea of of Gideon, and and Gideon had thousands and thousands of soldiers, and God's like, Nah, let's do three hundred. Let's do three hundred. Yeah. And so that's that's what we're talking about. Is not not that thousands will follow you, but three hundred will slaughter an army of 10,000 with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not necessarily about the number of people who are going to follow you. It's not about how many, this, that, that, or whatever, but be a leader good enough that the people who need to follow you will. Yeah. Cause, and it could be one, it could be two, it could be three, it could be a hundred, it could be a thousand, but, mm-hmm. but be a good enough leader that the people God is calling you to lead will actually do it. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, Let's so go. yeah. Quick example easy example so you know what i'm talking about for me i'm a i'm a youth pastor right yeah, danielle are. and i are, are 
doing this thing together and it's fun and it's yep. a blast. And so she's pastoring the girls, I'm pastoring the guys, and we're trying to do this thing together. And but at a certain point, I we both like Danielle and I both have to be good enough leaders where the people God has called to follow us will follow us. Yeah. And so there's some challenges there and there's some things and of course there's always room for improvement and always room for growth and more structure and more things like that. And the pandemic has been hard for that kind of stuff. Cause it's like, yeah, like oh, been- when can we do a leaders meeting? Cause we can't meet up with people, but um, we're planning to do one soon. And so uh, just, just things like that. God's going to call people to, to follow you. And sometimes you're God's going to call you to be like a, a loyal follower in, in some aspects in, in, um, Oh, here's the thing. <laughs> this is another thing. Sorry. Dude, say it, bro. I was talking to somebody about this. Here's how you know if you're a good leader or there's a difference between being a good leader and just being the best follower. Mm-hmm. And the difference is, um, so, and this was something that switched in my head. There was a long period of time where I wanted to be the best. I wanted to be approved and acknowledged Mm -hmm. wow brett you're doing awesome holy smokes brett like you're really doing a great job that bible study was awesome when i'm when i'm constantly seeking approval and praise for myself all i'm trying to be is the best follower i'm not a leader yet Mm. because i'm trying to seek approval of somebody who i'm following when i when, when when you realize that you're a good leader is when the things that you're trying to praise and approve are people not yourself and so i'm a good leader when i'm like hey dude roscoe is so talented in this area right or 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 ali is like phenomenal at this i'm a good leader when i can when i can focus fully on the team i'm leading not when i'm focused on me being the best at anything if i'm constantly focused on me being the best at anything i'm just I'm just trying to be the best follower. I'm not trying to be the best leader. If that That's makes sense. Good, yeah. So you have to find kind of the, the structure and not that being a, not that being the best follower is a bad thing. It's just a season. And if you're supposed to be in the, in the leader aspect, you got to get rid of that and figure out how to lead a team. So anyway, I went longer on that than I expected. Yeah, that was to, sick though. But get some extra beef on here. Okay. We're going to do a draft. Ben explain the draft. Okay. For this draft, we're keeping it simple. We're doing our favorite, Emojis. We thought this one would be pretty fun. Get some good um, battles going on the draft on the Instagram. Some people can comment if that emoji's garbage or not. Let us know what you think. I got some favorites here that I think are going to hopefully beat you because you beat me the last few. Okay, what's the... I think... Oh, we haven't gotten the last one yet. So we're still 29, 21, and 1. Yes, correct. And so this week we'll be posting two. Yes, we'll post one tomorrow, which will be last week. Or we'll post one when this comes out, so today. Which will be last week's draft. Which will be last week's, and then we'll post one uh, hopefully the day or two after. Probably Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Which will be this draft. (laughs) We'll keep this draft short. Let's just do five. Yep. It's rock, paper, uh, skizzy it when you're done drawing it up. Rochambeau. Rochambeau, shoot. Rochambeau, shoot. Boom. Dang it. Got him. <sighs> Brett. All right, this is an easy one. Let's go on first. All right, what's yours? The number one emoji is the poop emoji. <laughs> Let's go. 
<laughs> so I can get behind that. Because it's the funniest one. I never use it, but I think it's yeah, funny. Yeah, it's comedy. Just little eyes it's on that sucker. A little eyes on a blow poop. Yeah, that's hype. <laughs> okay. I think it's funny. There we go. That's All the right. best emoji. Easy. Rattle one off. I'm going to go with every single person's favorite, like, first and, like, the frequently used. I don't care if you're, if it's, this is not, you're lying. It's just the laughing face. Yeah, the, like, crying laughing face. Yeah. If you say that's not, like, the most frequently used in your phone, I I want receipts. It's true. Crying laughing emoji. That's a great one. All right. I'm going to follow it up with the fire emoji. Yeah, that's Fire been Brett's one of, one of Brett's favorites for a while. I get that one texted to me a lot. He hits him with the fire. I say, hey, yo, that was fire. Yeah, he's a big fan of the fire. Fire emoji. Okay, I got to go with... Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go with the jazz hands. What's that one look like? Let me see. I'll show you. It looks like this. All right, all right, all right. It's like the little smirking face with the little hands up. Yep. I send that one all the time, especially when I'm being sarcastic. (laughs) I was late for work today. Jazz hands. (laughs) It's just hilarious. (laughs) That's funny. That's a good one. That was my favorite for like a long time. I sent that with every text I sent just because I liked it. (laughs) Okay, let's see. I. Oh, man, now it's getting hard. Just kidding. Um, there's endless choices now, Loss. There's so many, so we're gonna miss all your favorite ones. Sorry about it, but yeah, these sorry. are ours. You can comment your favorite emojis. Um, okay, my uh, next favorite emoji is. I'm just doing the ones I use all the time. Yeah, that's basically uh, what I'm doing. I'm doing the praise hands. Yeah, that's a good one. It's like the the ones the where praying it's like, hands. No, no, no. The the raise your raise. Oh, your okay, hands. raise your hands one. Yeah. The ones that are like this. Yeah, like this. This one? Yes. Okay. I'm putting them all in here. Yes, I'm, that's it. Okay, with that being said, I'm going with the the rock and roll. Oh, that's my go-to. Yeah, I use the rock and roll all the time. That's another one with the jazz hands. You throw that at the end of anything you say, and it's automatically sick. Just... Yeah, like it's it's funny, like down because we live in Southern California, obviously, and all of yep. you that go to Echo, you're like, yeah, we know, bro. But anyways, a bunch of people do like the the shaka thing. Yeah, I do it all the time. I find myself. But I, I, I do this way more. I do yeah, the I do rock, the rock and, roll. and roll all the time. So it's just sick. You feel I, cool. I'm just not with the shaka ones yet. Yeah. I'll do this or I'll do the full love you. Yeah, dog. full love you, dog. So I'll just throw up the spider. Hey, let's go. So that's my that's my real life emoji move. All right, big fan, big fan, big number fan. four, number four, number four emoji. I got to do the uh, the looking eyes. Yeah, the ones are like oh eight, like yeah, like for real. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's sick, dude. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. But there's just the two eyeballs that are looking to the side. It's like, yeah, it's like if Brett was wearing a drippy fit, I'd just text him those eyes. Like, <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> looking like a snack. Um, but yeah, or when someone's like, hey, yo, I'm thinking about doing something crazy, and then you send him those eyes, like, okay. That's like, so what, what do I do? do it? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll love that. <laughs> those are I send those all the time. Okay, I'm gonna go with <laughs> I send this one a lot, just a straight face. Just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I meme on people. They'll tell me like something super sick and I hit them with a the straight face. <laughs> Which I feel like, obviously, everybody that I send it to knows it's a joke, but it's just yeah. hilarious. Just that was sick, bro. Straight face. <laughs> this is your last pick. Oh, serious? Yeah, we could go more if you want. No, no, no. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Um, I use the praying hands all the time, but I don't know if I'm gonna pick that one because okay. I don't think it's like. That's not a pick. Best grammar. emojis of all time. So I'm gonna pick the, uh, the. The blowing off steam one. I don't know if you know that. What the one where he's blowing out of his nose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's tough as nails. Where it's like, yo, yeah, let's that go. This gangster. Oh, I know which one I'm picking. All right, my All final right, emoji. Final pick. <laughs> I'm picking the ice one. The dude, who's like, oh yeah, it's icy, dude. Bro, yeah. I send that one all the time too. Someone has was, a sick fit on, I just send them those icy emojis. Like, hey, yo, that's drippy. I almost got, I almost picked that one. That one's sick too. <laughs> Dude, sweating. Yeah, there, uh, there's some good ones. Football, obviously, is one of my favorite ones. The peace sign is a really good one. Yeah, I have that one. Like <laughs> I have the sign. classic thumbs up. Dude, yeah. that when I, okay, fun fact, Pastor Tom, if you're listening to this. You and my dad are the same. I'll send like a long text to either of you and you'll just hit me with the thumbs up (laughs) (laughs) every time. My dad even tells people to send him a thumbs up. Like they'll reply back like in our staff text. He goes, oh, no need. Just a thumbs up. (laughs) Just just send a thumbs up. (laughs) Yeah. So funny. Because most people like my thumbs up are always super sarcastic. Like when someone like says something that I'm upset about, I'm like, (laughs) thumbs up, bro. (laughs) Yeah. But his is dead serious. Um, dude, I still remember. I love those like reactions that you can do because I'll just do that. Like if, yeah, <laughs> if Danielle like. says do something I don't like, I'll just thumbs down it. <laughs> She's like literally respond. I'm like, no, nope, I, just don't I like, like that. <laughs> it's funny. Change your tone and text me again. Yeah, yeah that's good stuff. Uh, One of the funniest things that ever happened. Really quick to end the podcast. Go for it. Uh, I used to work at the church as uh, janitor staff, basically. Hey. So Pastor Tom was my boss. And I text him this long text. It was like a full three paragraphs about the alarm company that came by. They found a problem with one of the sprinklers in the building. And so that's like kind of a big deal in my head. I was like, yo, the sprinkler line's clogged. I text Pastor Tom this thing. He hits me with just a thumbs up. I was like, for sure, PT. <laughs> See you Monday. That's oh, funny. hilarious. I love it. Uh, what a guy. Thumbs up. But that was like, that, that means like, oh, that wow, mean, that's a great job. You're doing awesome. Yeah, like, no, it, in Pastor Tom language, like he was, <laughs> yeah, he was saying a paragraph in the one thumbs up. Yeah, that's funny. It was awesome. All right, folks, we love you. Uh, check out our merch store online. Leave a yeah. rating or review here if you'd like to. Uh, but that's it for episode 56. Thanks for joining us. Uh, with no further ado, I'm Brett. I'm Ben. Cue the outro.